What's up? This is Anthony with another installment of Anti-Everything Podcast. Listen, this is a sad day, alright? I take no pleasure in this installment. Uh, I don't like it, so if I get a little annoyed or emotional, just understand, right? So, alright, that's very dramatic. But, um... Yeah, this installment is about the, uh, I believe I'm saying this, it's about the terrible, terrible film Matrix 4. God, I don't believe I'm saying this out loud. <sighs> uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, probably see it, then come back and listen um, to this installment. But, so I've seen the movie twice now. I saw it first time, and I was like, wow, I obviously have to watch this again. Maybe I was in a bad mood, maybe. Whatever. And it got worse the second time I watched it. Alright, so, you know, and uh, you hear from a lot of people, you know. I've been reading some reviews, and, you know, people say things like, if you don't like it, that means it went over your head. Unfortunately, I mean, I wish that this dig over my head so I can grasp to that maybe. Um, but the movie is as advertised. Like I don't. And, and this is the guy who decode movies really well. Shout out to Unhinged, my other podcast with a BFFK. But um, so I can uh, decipher and decode a movie, uh, I think, with the best of them, so, it ain't that, um, the, the film just, man, it, it, it lacked character, it lacked, I mean, yeah, you know, Matrix, the first Matrix came out, what, 20 plus years ago, and, yeah, of course, you know, you, you can't, uh, just repeat what you've done, but man, it needs to be at least in the same spirit, right? So, I'm gonna jump right into it and just say, you know, what I just did not like about the film. Uh, uh, firstly, um, I would definitely say the, I'm gonna start with the overall acting in the movie. This movie felt as if the actors was under some kind of obligation just to do a movie. I felt no real anything from anybody. Well, at moments, you'll feel a little bit from Trinity, you know. Uh, in this movie, uh, Keanu Reeves, he just seemed so robotic in a way. Uh, everybody just... just <laughs> People in the background, everybody just seemed like they were just contractually obligated to make this film. Like, you know, and, and, and then this is somebody who was really hoping for the film to be great. So don't think I'm just trying to find a negative in the movie. I really wanted this movie to be, you know, up there. And um, by the way, I'm a little stuffy, a little under the weather, so. If you hear the sniffles, my apologies. Um, so I definitely wanted to, to start uh, there. Like the acting was just, 
blah, right? So the next problem that I I I quickly um discovered was watching the movie. I, I mean, I didn't see the conflict. Like I did not see the obvious conflict in the movie. And what I mean is that okay, so um well firstly, I'm gonna say this and I'm probably one of the only fanboys out there of the Matrix. I am a fanboy of the Matrix. Love the film. Uh the original trilogy. This one. I'm just gonna totally ignore like it never happened after I finish this recording. I'm just gonna put it out my memory. Um, so, you know, I'm probably the only fanboy out here who actually, even from the original films, I never really was on the side of the humans, really. Like, you know, this is why, you know, the machines created human, I'm sorry, the humans created machines uh, they created them, I, I, I assume, pretty well. The They created them so well, they were able to develop a conscious, or what were, what one would call a conscious. And they were like, uh, no, we're not fucking with the humans no more. We're going to go do our own thing. Like, in part one, they explained, like, you know, they created the um, machines, and there were, all, there were whole cities just dedicated to machines. And then the, uh, Morpheus says in part one, we don't know who struck first, us or them. But we do know it was us who torched the sky, meaning they kind of nuked the sky because the sun was the power source for the machines. And if we can keep it 100, I am pretty sure it was humans who took the first strike, just based upon our history. You know what I mean? Let's just be real. And so, I'm sorry, you know, humanity time was up. Just like every other, you know, uh, creature, you know, we have our time and it's up. And I feel like we created our own doomsday and um, we had a, you know, lay in the bed we created. And uh, so, you know, and I didn't really see that as being bad. And then, well, you know, the machines were like, well, well, shit. Uh, we need, we now are sentient and we need to survive. How can we just survive? We take the losers of the war, which is the humans, and we use them for our power source. But you know what? <clears throat> and uh, let's just create, let's create a system to make them happy put us in the matrix you know I, I mean I don't know man it's hard for me to be like oh man the machines are so terrible right so whatever right um, <laughs> um, but in this, so in this back to what I was saying in, in this film there was no real conflict like so when you look at the new Zion which they explained this movie the old Zion kind of died out because they were only, you know, whatever, they died out. And the new city is IO. Um, I don't know if that's the initials IO or it's just kind of word that says that pronounces to be IO. I don't know. But in that city, um, 
who the high chancellor person is, Niobe, 60 years later. So she should be about, what, 80, 90 years old in the film? Uh, whatever. Um, so yeah, so every, I mean, that city is thriving. They freaking eating strawberries and fruits and vegetables and, you know, uh, they have this, uh, this harmony with certain machines. Um, the machines are not out to get them. You know what I mean? The machines are not looking to get them. They're not looking to get the machines. They're just living like this abundant life within IO. You know, they're Gucci, actually. And so when you then look at the machines, you know, based upon the antagonists of the movie, I guess you want to call them antagonists, they're pretty much saying, like, we good over here, too. Like, they were not scheming and trying to find IO, uh, trying to, like, none of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they were just protecting their territory. You know what I mean? Like, so when you have the girl with the blue hair, which I forget her name, which that character is dreadfully forgettable. I, I forget her name, but I think it's like White Rabbit, and she has a tattoo of a white rabbit on her shoulder, and she walks around the freaking movie literally with a carrot on her shirt. Like, just, 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 okay? Just, just. And so, right, and so, I mean, the machines were fine. Uh, They explained in the movie several times, like, the people in the Matrix were fine. Like, everybody, everything was fine. The only problem the blue girl had was, like, we need to find Neo. And I'm like, for what? Like, to do what? You know what I mean? And so... She will always have this run-in with Niobe, who's the you know high chancellor of the of the of the city, and she's like, "Oh, we need to unlock more people." And the high chancellor's like, "For what? Like, we're fine. Like, we will get there. These people are not ready to be unlocked. They don't want to be unlocked. They're fine." And I'm like, "So why the fuck are you bothering Neo for? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, leave him alone. You know what I mean?" And so, I mean. I guess the conflict would be, I guess, Neo being stuck in the Matrix and being tormented about, you know, whatever. You know, they made him a freaking rich millionaire guy who just questioned his reality, whatever. But again, there was no, like, oh my God kind of conflict in the film. Just nowhere to be found. Um my next point of my next issue with the the story is is the 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 character that like quote unquote Morpheus. Like this is my thing. Morpheus is such an iconic character. Even the name itself provokes thought. You know what I mean? It's a powerful name. You hear Morpheus. Just leave his name out of it, okay? Just just leave him out the film. Just say a quick thing like, you know, he became whatever, whatever, and he died. Remember, the movie take place 60 years from the last movie. Um, Just say he died. You know, just say whatever. But to use this dude, or just say this dude is just his grandson or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But... To have this dude be 
he, he he's a machine for one. He's a machine that Neo, I guess, created. That's a long explanation, but Neo created this little small loop in within the Matrix called a, a modal, and he created this dude to have attributes of Morpheus and um, Agent Smith to try to unlock his memory of being Neo. It, it gets muddy because this was a very weird storyline. Um, <clears throat> so he's a full-on machine and he's calling himself Morpheus and they said that he's a combination between you know, Morpheus and, and, and Agent Smith, but he, is, he, he doesn't act like neither. Agent Smith and Morpheus are iconic characters. And this dude, I like him as a character, as, a, as an actor, but got this dude, super flamboyant, super flashy kind of guy in, in the film. And you're like, yeah, bro, like, Morpheus would never, you know what I mean? Like, Morpheus would never do this. Just leave his name out of it. Like, why do you have to call him Matrix? I mean, call him, um... Morpheus, just leave Morpheus out of it, you know. And he really played literally no, no real significant part of the story. It's weird. It's weird. It's hella weird. I guess you need some black man character. Oh, you just could have said his grandson. We all like, okay, we fuck with it. Yeah, sure. So then, <clears throat> I go to the character of Neo, right? Uh, I'm gonna skip like the 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 first and second act because like, ugh, boring as hell. Um, but when it gets to him unlocking who he is and you know the action scenes, like man, I don't know if Keanu Reeves was like tired from doing you know I'm sure they he was doing John Wick at the same time he was recording Matrix Four. He was doing John Wick Four. That he was tired because I mean all he was doing was like jazz hands pretty much like he did this, this thing with hand where he pushes things away or make a fourth field or whatever <clears throat> like the first time okay that's cool second time okay that's cool third time okay fourth time bruh fifth time like bro bro kick pinch anything else bruh like, what is this? That's not the Matrix we remember. And again, it's not about making the same exact film, but giving me the same energy or spirit. <clears throat> it's very lackluster, man. Um, then the character of who played the essence of Agent Smith. Like, I mean, man, like, like, do you all know who these iconic characters are? Morpheus, Agent Smith, who has this presence. Like, they literally made him like a Chad. Or a frat boy, basically. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you're not exemplifying anything that Agent Smith used to act like. If this is the same essence Agent Smith, why he has a new body? I I can deal with a new body because obviously he got to have a new body because Hugo Weaving probably didn't want to do the movie. <clears throat> but at least have the actor act like Agent Smith would act. Or his his mannerism, or his demeanor, like uh, just a a total fail on that on that part. Um, the only actress I can kind of Trinity, I think Trinity was fine. You know, what I, mean? I think she was probably the only character I think was fine. You know what I mean? 
was was Trinity. Um, and uh, it it just felt like the move, like the movie was so small. And what I mean is like the real world, the major. It was all so very small. Um, the world seemed small and tiny and contained. Um, you didn't feel like this epic thing, you know what I mean? It felt very much like they shot this in one city block kind of vibe, you know what I mean? With a very minimal budget. Um, but again, like, nobody, well, that's a lie. People didn't ask for this. But it, it, it seems like a, like, like a, like a cash grab. Like, let's, let's exploit some nostalgia in people. And put out this movie because it, it then then it served no real purpose to the whole story. Like the end of the last Matrix three was perfect. Actually, I mean it had it cool. The ending it ended fine. You did not need to make this because this did not add to the story <clears throat> at all, really. Um. It's so just wrong with the film that I can't even begin to fully uh the the action scenes, man, the the the, the fighting, the 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 one liners, the, the 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 back and forth, the the commentary. Again, just felt like these guys were just obligated to make a movie. It's like there's no real connection there um to anything. And um <clears throat> Listen, I'm not going to get... Well, listen, by no stretch of imagination, my sexes or anything, but this whole new spin to kind of give the illusion that, no, in reality, Trinity was the one. <sighs> listen, I'm all for it if the movie set it up. If the movies kind of set that up in that way, I'm down for Trinity being the one. That is fine with me. And this movie never said that she was the one. But they definitely left you with conclusions to make you believe that she's the one. Multiple ways. And it's like, if you want to do that, you can set that up for me. Like, okay, cool. I'm down for that. But don't just like throw it in there and then ignore the whole lore that we know of the Matrix just to appease or to seem quote unquote woke. That the woman is not in the background. Is she's in the foreground? And then, like, when I think about that final scene, couple of scene where she <clears throat> they jump off the roof and she's now flying and holding up Neo. Now Neo's been working longer than she has, but now she's holding him and she knows how to fly, eluding that she's the one. Because back in the Matrix One, he was the one who known to fly. The one, the one was known to fly. So he, she's flying, holding him up. Skip to the last scene, you know, she bursts into the office of the uh, the therapist guy who's a new architect. She's talking, doing the whole talking, big, bad thing. And Neo just in the back room, you see a shadow kind of come behind the wall. He's falling all the way back, rubbing the cash. He's just kicking his ass, you know, fighting the guy or whatever. And I'm like, bruh. Can I just stop with the stop, man? Like, like, what's happening, bro? Like, and again, if that's how y'all y'all set this thing up from the other Matrix movies, 
and y'all explained in a way that she was actually, okay, I'm down with that. I'm, I have no complaints about it. But how are you just going to throw that at me in a movie like, okay, take this now. Forget all the lore you know. And that didn't matter that he was the one because the article told her that she would fall in love with the one. <clears throat> he was the one. You know what I mean? But, um, again, you know, I'm sure everybody's going to, you know, love it or hate it, whatever. But for me, um, a person who appreciates a good story and a fanboy of the Matrix uh, franchise, this was an absolute miss. And I don't say this just to be that guy who doesn't like something. You know, some people just don't like something, just not like something, or be known as the person who don't like something. It's not that. This is my second attempt to record this. Because I was gonna put this out, but because uh, I like I didn't want to, but I saw the movie twice. Man, um, I think it's maybe like a two out of ten in my book. Like I would never watch this movie again. And I'm a classic rewatcher of movies. I will probably never watch this movie again. Anyway, let me know your thoughts uh, uh, on Instagram or whatever. All right, I'll let you later.